the Transmit Podcast. I'm Spike. Um, do I say my name? Yes, you do. Laura. And? His guest, Kevin. Yes, well, today, obviously, you can tell I have some new guests. Uh, we're recording from the Tango Del Rey. It's a show week, and uh, we get a little busy, so I figured I'd come to the Tango Del Rey and record some of our other stars. So uh, I wanted to ask you, since we usually do show talk at the beginning of this podcast, uh, how you got your start with Super Awesome Showdown, like how you met, how you developed your characters, maybe. So how about I start with you, Kevin? Well, which character would you like me to talk about? Well, uh, I'm always a big fan of, of Soul. He's, he's my favorite, like, heel here, really. Okay. Well, Soul Invictus is they known as a solar god in the Super Awesome Showdown universe. He actually started as a luchador character that I had uh, started off as Conquista del, or del uh, Oro. It's probably what, what the stage name was. I only got to use him once or twice before we decided to adapt him for this particular showdown. Yeah. And what's nice about him is his namesake is actually Latin for the unconquered sun. That's which is cool. Which is great because oh, yeah. he usually loses because yeah. he's a bad guy. So oh, yeah. For me, it's a bit of a tickle. It's always fun to watch him lose because he has this incredible amount of arrogance and just pride in what he and who he is. Yes. He's the, he has a hubris. Yes. He's the embodiment of all things bully. <laughs> and um, so uh, I guess... Uh, my next question is, how did you get... I know how I got my start. I just got invited by my buddy from high school here, but how did you learn about Super Awesome Showdown? How did you bridge the gap to wrestling with Super Awesome Showdown? Well, 15 years ago, we started a Southwestern Alliance of Wrestling, or SAW, mm-hmm. in a backyard. And this was a promotion through Micropata um, that went around San Diego for a little while, almost five years off and on, uh, doing schools, uh, what do you call them, parades, and other good charitable events such as Moose Lodges and Legion Halls. Um, but after a while, we took a hiatus. Uh, you know, adulting, work life, school. Obviously. And when we got back, uh, it took us about three years, we built a ring. Mm-hmm. And that ring became the battle grid. And then the oh, battle yeah. grid, from six years ago to today, has evolved into a very powerful tool in our stories. Uh, so basically, yeah, I've been around for a very long time working with these gentlemen um, as best we can. And currently I help portray at least three different characters okay well listen i'm going to ask you about those but first i want to move over to laura here and ask um i i know the answer to this but for our audience how did you meet up with super awesome showdown thank you for having me by hey, the thanks, way thanks for being with us out of my busy schedule oh yeah and heavy lifting appreciate that she, no problem she's a little swole yeah kevin your hubris is showing what? oh so, let me get that yeah tuck that back in please this is this is a family show so, um, <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I, I know how, like I said, I know how, how you got here, but, um, yeah, um, basically someone I used to train with at, uh, P5 Academy where I trained martial arts, uh, I invited him out to the show and he brought you. Yes. I briefly dated that gentleman. Uh, he had moved here from the UK or actually from Spain. He's originally from the UK Yeah. to come spend some time in America for the first time. Yeah. And he took me on a date to, I didn't know what we were going to be doing, but he took me on a date to see Super Awesome Showdown. And about halfway through the show, I decided that with absolutely no wrestling experience or knowledge that I wanted to be a part of the show. And really, that's how the show kind of works out is like, You'll learn, you know about wrestling, but you don't know about Super Awesome Showdown style wrestling, which is... I didn't know about wrestling at all. Well, I mean, even if you know I about think it, I'd, it's a different I'd feel. maybe seen a couple characters throughout my life that yeah. really 
grown up, but not. I'd never watched it. I never. I had no history. Same here, Uh, Kevin. I just have a question. At what point during that show did you realize you wanted to join? I think it was the minute that I saw Soul Invictus. Clearly. Oh yes, obviously. (laughs) I know because yeah, it's it's a way different feel. Even if you have seen like professional wrestling, because we we just have this interesting grandiose storyline that really draws you in and I understand because my buddy Victor he uh, asked me to come out and help out with the show and I knew immediately this was something special yeah definitely and so and now I'd like to ask um your your character your 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 new one Lucy Lux right yes Lucy how, how, Lux. how did you uh, come how'd you come up with her uh, it was a, a long process it started as one thing I was gonna be this cupid like character uh, and it just fully evolved into a Lucifer-based character, <laughs> hence the Lucy with an I. It's yeah. short for the Lucifer. Um, I am a face. I'm a good guy. I'm trying to be a good guy. That's all but, you can do is try. Uh, you know, she's not the best at it, I don't think, but uh, she's trying. She's trying. Obviously. Um, okay, so listen, I'm going to move back over to Kevin here. Uh, what, what character do you want to talk about next? Uh, you, have a, you have a few of them, and they're all pretty fun. Well, I guess it depends. Is this going to be airing during Galacticadia? Uh, it's going to be airing next week, so after Galacticadia. Okay, and that gives me a good reference point. So after Galacticadia, um, some of these characters are going to get some evolution and uh, evolving. So let's talk about one that won't. Okay, <laughs> that's a good idea. So Soul Invictus is more or less the character that's stagnantly the, the core bad guy or almost jobber bad guy for the, the show. Yeah. And what's great about him is he's more or less just black tights, a little bit of gold. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the embodiment or manifestation of the champion of the sun, um, which is pretty cool. He has solar character moves. Like he takes people up and spins them around like some kind of gravity force. Yeah. Currently, he has in possession one of, no, two of six different quasar crystals. So he's got a fair amount of power. He does. So not only does he have his own energy and strengths, uh, he's borrowing galactic and or cosmic energies to help him win fights. Uh, now, what's fun about the show in general and these different powers uh, that all of us have is at no point does it mean that they automatically win. Exactly. There's always a story about coming up. My favorites are the ones when they're, you have these overpowering forces, but then there's the underdog yeah. um, showing up. You know, even a, a Lucy Lux and all her power can still have to deal with, you know, a Vic Valentine or a... Yeah, just an actor guy has to deal with some, and can almost win against somebody with like two Quasar Crystals. Not, not just win, just, yeah. dominate. Dominate. Yeah. Through and, just sheer determination and power. Yeah, and that's the fun of it, is, is we can set up a story where obviously these folks shouldn't win, but at the end of the day, you you get to enjoy the, the, the climactic battles of how it happens and unfolds in the episodic um, details. Now, most of these things are cool because some of us have also different backgrounds. Like mm-hmm. Sol Invictus was originally a luchador, so he would do luchador-style wrestling. Uh, tradition now, he's doing a lot more um, strong style. Uh, so that's big hits, uh, a little bit harder sales, and then one or two just big dynamic moves. And at no point does he try to go up to the top rope anymore. Yeah, that, that's a little risky, it seems. Yeah, it's, it's a fun to tease, but no, I, some of us yeah. are just getting a little too old for all that. Especially when you're wearing a dress. <laughs> yeah, that only happened once. <laughs> okay, so um, you also have um, Infectus. Yes, so Infectus will be evolving, as he always is. I like to joke that this little character is more or less all purple and green. Yeah. He has a little bit of a cool little gray cowl, kind of a schmarmy little guy. 
um, tendrils in his face. Very colorful. Mm -hmm. uh, but he is uh, a boneless character. Literally has no bones. Really? I didn't and it's know just, that. It's just a bunch of organs with air <laughs> that keeps the structure together. Um, comes from some unknown place. Has been scheming for the last year uh, during the season six. Yeah, he reminds and me of like Gollum, basically. A little. He's, he's got a little Gollum in him. He's got a little stitch. Uh, he's just a troublemaker. Yeah. Um, and recently he decided to interrupt... Um, one of our bigger heroes, uh, Ryan Odyssey's match. Yeah. And he's, he keeps invoking other people to, to help him somehow. Even the crowd, he gets to, to try to help him. Even though he's kind of a weirdo. Super weird. Super weird. Yeah, he, Super he feels weird. awkward. It's, it's, I don't know, it just makes me, even, even me, the performer, have chills sometimes at how gross he is. <laughs> yeah. Lucy Lux had to teach him a little lesson about consent in her first match. Yeah. I remember that. That was a great, it was very satisfying was to watch that match. match. Yes. Yeah. He, uh, luckily, his, his nose didn't actually break, <laughs> but it felt like it. <laughs> um, I had green and purple paint all over me. After that's, that actually is, an, it's a mucus that he... Yeah, it's oh, a lubricant yeah. that uh, protects his flesh is what it is. Covered right. in Crete mucus. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. That sounds like an average day on the trolley here. I didn't need it. <laughs> okay. Um, I'd like to move back to, to you, Laura, for a second. Um, sure. you all, you, your first character was actually a cousin of one of our other characters. Can you talk about her yes, for a minute? Yes, Lorbo. Yes. Everybody likes Lorbo. You know what? I miss Lorbo. Well, you know, Lorbo you can might be back. making an appearance yeah, soon. You can pitch. And, uh, I, I loved Lorbo. <laughs> she was a ton of fun because uh, Orbo is like, the, it was. I had to ref a few of his matches. He was the, he didn't know how to wrestle at first because he was like a bounty hunter. Mm -hmm. So basically I had to have like way more attention paid to this match because I can't, I, can, I can't count if he's just pinning somebody's shins. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, count it off. And I'm like, no, you can't. Cause you, yeah. And then you roll in and are automatically more competent. Yeah. And so you were his cousin, right? I was right? his ugly cousin. <laughs> yeah. This is accurate. His it's ugly very accurate. cousin, Lorbo. And then there was a dumb cousin, Jorbo. Let's not forget about Jorbo. Oh, Jorbo got the whole family. for a little bit. That was only a couple. There was only a couple Jorbo appearances, I think. But yeah, Lorbo was also a space bounty hunter. <laughs> and uh, just... It's kind of like total jerk. It's kind of like the dog, the bounty hunter family. There's a whole group of just bounty hunters that, you know, as a family, do this kind of gritty work. Yeah. Oh yeah. I loved being a bad guy. And then there was Natasha Sanguinoff, which was my, um, my uh, Vlad's army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Spa she was space a space Romanian. Romanian. Space Romanian. To be yeah. fair, uh, I think at some point everybody has a been a space while. Romanian once yeah. or twice. She was, uh, We've also all been programmed at some point. I try not to admit to that. She was, I think, <laughs> actually my very first character. And that's usually how we start people off if they're going to work on stage, is they're, they're going to be like a part of the someone's entourage. Yeah, yeah. Get out there, take a couple bumps, just get used to Catch somebody, like, bit. I'm going to fall off the ring and you just, like, with three other people, catch me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great way to start, and it looks like you're getting that call you were looking for, well, so I'm going to shift see. I'm gonna shift back over to Kevin now. Um, let's see, is there any other character you want to talk about? You had a couple at the, at ten, at, or the Art Around Adams. You had an America guy. Sure, there's always a default America guy. Um, gear was originally designed to be um, just basically American uh, gladiator reject, um, but it always just turns into a good old country boy with American flag tights and then jeans or like something like that. Like you can picture, like he gets a call at his trailer park. Yeah, uh, actually, a big winner at those kind of uh, performance shows was just basically a Ken reject from Street Fighter. Oh, nice. We called him Red Warrior or some other generic name. But yeah, the full-on um, karate suit, red, my, I let my hair down, which I always regret because it just makes so many knots. Um, but what's fun about that character is I actually have a background in karate. So Right, I've seen that, yeah. So the, the fact that I get to utilize some of those skills in a pseudo-fight scene is always enjoyable. But the trick to that one is 
doing a martial art uh, gimmick in a wrestling match, you have to kind of talk about it ahead of time. Right. Because you don't actually want to hurt anybody. Yeah. So as long as you set up a spot where people know you're going to kick them in the head, then, you know, no one loses teeth. Right, because it feels like, yeah, a lot of the wrestling moves are designed to be safe from yeah. the ground up. And, like, any martial arts move is designed to be unsafe from the ground up unless you, yeah, have that conversation first. Right. And it can look really good and really novel in a wrestling match. And that, that's the idea. Is, um, there's different styles of wrestling that incorporate knowledge that you will be kicking and punching a little harder or a certain distance. Mm. And communicating that ahead of time is definitely more uh, a boon to the other performer because they're your partner. Yeah. You want to make sure you're doing the best you can at both times. So the, doing those shows were always cool too because since we're not worried about a crowd, the crowd will, you know, thousands of people rotate every match. Yeah. Because uh, they're just looky loose. Uh, you can just do whatever you want and enjoy getting away with stuff you wouldn't normally do for live TV. All right, and listen, I think I've mined enough material out of you for one show. I thank you guys for coming on. These are going to be short audience members because uh, we're, like, we're really busy in this show day, and we really want to give you some content. So uh, I want to thank uh, Kevin Burton for coming on to the show and Laura yeah. Spiegel. Oh, you do know my last name. Of course I do. You it's, wrote it down. I, wow. Yes, I wrote it. It's here in my notes. Oh, yeah, it's on your hand. Can we not talk about what I write on my body? Wow. So listen, <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning in to the Transmit Podcast. I'm Spike. And this is Kevin. And we'll see you next time. Later, heroes. Bye, guys. Bye.